Welcome to Movie to Beer, everybody. This is Dan Kapersky coming at you, and we have our two awesome co-hosts with us today. I'm Blake, the Bob Odenkirk expert. And I'm Randall, and I like, man, movies? I beer. Like movies and beer. Oh. Movies and a beer. Sweet. Here we are. Let's do it. All right, so in this episode, thank you for joining us. We're going to talk about the film Nobody. Movie. Nobody. I don't know. Is it a film or a movie? We're going to have that conversation here in a minute. We're going to get into that diatribe because we had this conversation while we were watching it. Is, a, yeah, is this yeah. a film or is this a movie? That's a great know? teaser. It's a, it it's a tr- trick question because this is a beverage. It is. <laughs> oh. we, we drank with our eyeballs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm not having a stroke. I'm just weird. <laughs> I love it. We, we had picked out a different film to watch and I sought out some beers from a local place. Well, set it up first. What film were we going to originally watch? We were originally going to watch Independence Day. From 1996. Yeah. yeah, the original first one with, you know, all the cool actors and lots of cheesy special effects. And We thought it'd be a good follow-up to Mars Attacks. And yeah. then we realized it was two and a half hours long. And? And we, the, 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 the we were file was funky yeah, and we, it, the aliens uh, were messing with it. Yeah. Will, Will Smith showed up and punched it in the face. And we decided to try to find something else that's newer and a little mm. bit more contemporary. We went with this film that we all wanted to see, but we didn't watch it yet, called Nobody. And it has Bob Oldenkirk. And I know that you guys have more to say about it than I do, because you know more about it than I do. Well, Bob Oldenkirk got his start as a mystery show with Bob and David, working at David Cross on a sketch show. And he mostly has done comedies and some dramas. I'd never seen him in an action film till now. What inspired him to do this film? Uh, according to the trivia that I totally just knew and didn't read on a uh, popular movie website, his house got invaded at one point. Mm. And if I remember correctly, he trapped the, the the people invading in the basement, I think. I don't know if that was just oh when my. they went. My guess is they, he saw them go there, and then he shut the door and locked it and called the cops. That's or, pretty smart. Yeah, yeah. You think unless after, they have guns. Yeah, that's true. You got to imagine after many seasons on Breaking Bad, he probably knew a thing or two about how to deal with bad guys. Oh, yeah, he was on Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he has Better Call Saul, which I think I just, is a precursor to Breaking Bad. Yeah, right? pre- like it's supposed to be him younger, so they kept... I remember reading articles about how his haircut made him look younger, or that was the plan. That I haven't seen it, but I, I should. Yeah, a lot of people have probably seen that, and know who we're talking about. But he's a he's a fifty something, not action hero. He is in, and I'm going to quote Blake on this, and I don't know if you heard it somewhere or not. This film is the working man's John Wick. Yeah, and I added to that presented in a dirty hairy limelight. Mm-hmm. So it's very dirty, hairy, and it's it's John Wick is just gratuitous violence. Yeah. This one isn't that. It's it's violence when it has to be. But there's a lot of uh, and it's realistic fuses leading up yes. to a big boom. Yeah, very Tarantino style. It's yeah. violence with a heart. It is because he really actually is. doesn't want to kill anyone. He doesn't no, want to yeah. hurt people. He's like, I did that my whole life. Let's not do that anymore. Yeah, plus yeah. Conflicted. Yeah. <laughs> he's a conflicted guy in this movie for sure. Yeah. So basically, he's a retired or former CIA agent who is known as an auditor. Those of you familiar with the gunman, lone gunman trope in Hollywood, there are you know auditors or there's films that like we were just t- talking about it. Uh, there was a film called The Accountant with Ben Affleck. Yes, which is basically the same thing. Uh, in Tarantino verse, uh, Pulp Fiction has Harvey Keitel playing the wolf, a cleaner. That's not really the same thing, but it's in that same realm of there's this guy whose specialty is this. He's the last person you want to see. Yeah. He's the last person you want to see show up at your door. I like, mm-hmm. I like the way he explained it in the movie when he was uh, talking to some of the bad yeah. guys. Yeah. So he was like, he got out of it and he, he just, wanted to have a normal life. Just live in the suburbs, forgetting trash day, mm-hmm. getting his kids to school and... Two and a half kids. Work, 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 in a, life. work in some meh office job with his, I guess, 
father-in-law and brother-in-law. Yeah, the, these guys own this fabrication shop and the wife he married. And we, it's kind of hinted that she knew what he was before. Yeah, yeah. Because they've been together a long time. Because their kids, the one kid's like got to be close to 20s in his late teens because he's a pretty big kid. Yeah, high, for sure high school. Probably elementary. I don't think she hit yeah. middle school yet. So, so just like... But yeah. Just like in John Wick, you don't go to their home and you don't fuck with their family. And excuse yeah, my French, yeah. he actually says that you mm. broke those that very important rule. Yeah, when he when he faced up with the Russian mob people that he sort of messed with unintentionally. So just like in John Wick, he intentionally kind of runs across these mobsters and has to do the right thing and save somebody. And now he has to defend himself because they come after him. Blake, what did you love about this film? Like, what did you really love about this movie? Because this was a good movie. I loved how. It was only an hour and a half, I think, but it mm-hmm. felt like it was a two-hour movie in a good way. There was so much going on. Even when there's almost nothing happening, it felt like they were moving stuff forward. You were watching him not really grow. I like, guess just regress, honestly, because well, he went back they, to his old ways. What they do is they don't spoon-feed you with yeah. all yeah. of the background or all of the detail. They just sort of like, you know, imply it. And mm-hmm. let you figure it out, which I really respect. You, you've seen enough movies, you can figure it out. Totally. I was blown away with the fact that the, the two home invaders really had nothing to do with the actual plot of the movie. It just yeah. little hint, hinted at him, and then he just bailed on his little revenge run and then got to... Yeah, he wanted his, it his He wanted it out. so hard. He's like, all right, I finally get to get a little of it out. Because mm-hmm. you can tell he'd been pent up that whole, you know, Two decades that he was being the the boring, just down downtrodden yeah. every man yeah or what nobody. I love, what I love about this film yeah. is that I think we have a successor to nice. Gene Hackman, classic character actor. I could see that Bob Odenkirk has a Gene Hackman sort of vibe, mm-hmm. sort the of Hackman. every man grizzled, grizzled. I think he, he was unshaven the entire movie, right? Yeah, pretty much. But like deep down, he's kind of like lovable too. He's got right? the dad bod. He's, he's not the, ripped. Yeah. It, no. it doesn't have to be ripped because yeah. he just knows how to do it. And that's a, that's what I like about like the John Wick films is Keanu isn't super ripped. He's not big. Mm-hmm. He just knows how to def- use martial arts yeah. and use yeah. action and movement mm-hmm. to his advantage. Mm-hmm. I think Bob Odenkirk is the next Lex Luthor someday. Ooh. I would like w- to with see the ridiculous wig? I sure hope so. <laughs> just shaved. Shaved down. Yeah. Yeah, we mentioned at the in the opening. So, what's the difference between a movie and a film? So, mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. digress on that a little bit because yeah. we had this discussion as we were watching it, and we were all going, "Oh, damn, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah." <laughs> we were really liking this, and we're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this is a great film." Okay, so film for those that you know have a little bit of an idea, you know, film is what's used to put movies on, unless it's all digital. Uh, it's the old celluloid. Days. It's a physical thing. That is what film is. It's the medium in which motion pictures used to be put on. Now everything's digital. So yeah. it's like Meh. little piece of a uh, Blake trivia. I learned how to thread a film projector. Wow. When I, when I was in college. Wow. Why? Nerd so much? I, just for the hell of it. Wait, where'd you go to college? Well, no, I didn't do it for school. Oh, I, I was working in the local movie theater in a give a S- shout out Silva, North Carolina Quinn Theaters. Quinn I have theaters. no idea that they're still there. Was it mom and pop? D- yep, mom and pop, dinky little four screen. The nice. people who owned it loved Nick Cage. We had lots of Nick Cage movies, so that's where I get my film genre. I'd like to give a shout out to the Crest Movie Theater up in Shoreline, out in Seattle, where nice. where where some of us used to live. It was two dollars for films, like second run films. Oh, dude, so good. The Baghdad here in Portland was that oh, way. They, really? They, oh, that's they, right. Not quite they anymore. Were. It's like four dollars now, mm-hmm. but you can get. They have every other row yeah. is a table, so you can you they have pizza, beer, popcorn, snacks, everything. 
you order, you get in, you play your Yu-Gi-Oh line, cards while watching your you, movie. You do whatever you need to do, and and it's big, big old theater. I can't big wait to theater go back. style. Oh, so excited! Old school, crappy, not cleaned. You know, it's all right <laughs> because it's l'atmosphere. Is yeah, yeah. You, you want you want a uh, you want a, you want a le sticky floor. Yes. <laughs> le sticky floor. <laughs> yeah, but you can like le order, and, and you can even order like out of the bar restaurant that's attached to it, uh, and have mm, them bring the food into you as long as you place. like have your number up, they can see it. Yeah, I've, I've, we used to do that uh, the summertime in, in, I don't know, in, on the weekends, on Saturdays, we'd go see, they'd always have kid films mm. earlier in the day. So like the oh, first, right. the, yeah, that's the, right. the, the either the noon, two, and four yeah. o'clock were always kid films, and then they had whatever second run prime movie was the two that. or three runs in the evening. What's the, what's the name of the, the theater back in your childhood? We really didn't have one. We, we, we had, there were three or four that had at least a dozen screens. Mm-hmm. Um, but none of them really stand out because mm. I didn't actually go see films that often as a kid. Okay, so question. Film versus movie. I mean, there's a lot of definitions out there. Substrate that it's recorded on or whatever. Or, mm-hmm. But I like the question that you brought up, Blake, is you were asking, is this a film or is this a movie? And so what made the... So for, for you, which one is it? Is, is, is nobody a film or is it a movie and why? I'd or, say or, mo- or is it both? Could I'd it say both? movie... Movie because there's mm-hmm. not a lot of deep themes to get into. Mm-hmm. It's pretty straightforward, and that's the kind of movie and honestly novels I like. Or mm-hmm. not, you don't have to uncover some big deep message. It's point A to point B. Here's what's happened to this character. Right. I want to see what happens to him. Let's. So I would love to see more of it. So a lot of the definitions we looked up, uh, demographics and genres play a really important key in how you use it and how and when it's used. As someone with a film, as a minor in film studies, uh, nerds. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm legally qualified to call you nerds. So the term film is actually used in Europe quite frequently. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we have, you don't call a documentary a movie, you call a documentary a film because typically as Randall had mentioned earlier, it has an element of truth to it because it's right. physical, yeah. it's medium, it's it's what it is. Yeah, and film is, is it captures that element of life, right? Where, mm-hmm. where a movie, it could be like a DVD or something shiny or something that's a little more surface. Streamed on the, on the interwebs. So, so Some waves on your phone. What I noticed in this film is, do you remember in the beginning when they were showing his life and they were doing these super fast cuts? From oh, yeah, data, Monday, from Tuesday, his Wednesday, data. Thursday, Friday, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yeah. yeah. And I was, and you mentioned something that I, I'm, I'm only realizing now is that in movies, quote unquote, they in action movies, they'll hide a lot of the flubs by doing yeah. what? Fast, Fast editing during fight scenes is a exactly. big red flag for a martial arts movie. This Lots is where cuts. I think this is a smart film because mm-hmm. they did that with the most boring element of the movie. Yeah, because he was taking out the trash or he was making coffee and it was mm-hmm. super fast. And I was like, whoa, is, is, are we watching the trailer? But then for That's those right. fight scenes, those fight they scenes. They were single cut. They were really long. Single cut. I, I had to walk out of the room in one of one of the scenes because it, <laughs> it was, was just too You know, intense. let's not spoil that, but you're going to, it's, it's well, hard. There's no spoilers it's, there, but like there will be moments. Hardcore, yeah. If you know there what a tracheotomy yeah. is, it's not pleasant. <laughs> yeah. If you know what a tracheotomy looks like on a bus. <laughs> on a bus floor. <laughs> on a bus floor. But that's all we'll say. <laughs> Check it out. It's it's all actually, right. I love, we loved it. This was a great film. Yeah. I just I would I would call it a film because because of the quality right. of the cinematography, the acting. While there wasn't a lot of dialogue, it was very to the point and mm-hmm. believable. Bob Odenkirk's got the best eyebrow game in Hollywood right now. Oh. I would not shove those <laughs> eyebrows. One's always kind of arched. Like, he come really on, does. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, fighting, 
I thought you were say, speaking of eyebrows. Speaking no. of eyebrows. We, 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 on the show. We, should, we should have a commercial break, and then we're going to talk about some Let's beers, and, and we're going to have a throwdown with Let's some beers. raise an eyebrow and a glass to Blake's commercial. Nice. All right, let's find the play button. Coming this summer, three men, three microphones, and a lot of beer. Get out of there! Watch your back! Dan Kapersky as Danny Boy the Fanny Boy. Let's get this sucker! <laughs> Randall Garcia as Ran Man the Remedan Dan. Hey, don't mess with me. I'm a dad. <laughs> And featuring Blake as Spongy, the fun sidekick. Oh boy, fellas, I'm sure I'm scared to do this uh, this crazy adventure. Mop up that blood with you, Spongy. <laughs> oh no, not again, all the nightmares. <laughs> movie and a beer, the movie. Coming to no theaters dum. because who would really who would really want to make that? Yeah, you never know. All right, so thanks for hanging in with us, everybody. Uh, this is again moving a beer. Feel free to put in whatever effects you want there. Oh, we, we totally gonna fun. We're going to work on that one. We got plenty of time. Get the sound of the Predator handshake. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking about the movie Nobody, which uh, actually in the film, when the female Russian hacker gets the CIA government files oh, by yeah. blackmailing somebody, not to plot spoil mm. it, I it's all redacted her. except for the word nobody at the top mm-hmm. of the cover page. And it's like, oh, that's his actual key name. That's his, that's his agent name is nobody. That's very good. Who should you mess with? Never. Nobody. Exactly. Nobody. You should never mess with nobody. Exactly. I mean, it's just obvious, right? Hold so on. we double we negatives. Double. <laughs> lots of negatives on <laughs> that one. If you take t- carry carry the carry three. Two. Yeah, that checks out. That's Add right. one beer. So we beer. had initially picked out uh, three beers. We didn't we didn't want to talk about the first one because it didn't fit any at all, and it went with the other movie that we had talked about doing. That, that beer got murdered on a bus. It did. It got murdered on the bus that he didn't murder people on. Here in the local area, there's this thing called Three-Way IPA that's put out by Fort George Brewing out of Astoria, Washington. They do a yearly collaboration with three breweries that are well-known. This one is done by Moonraker Brewing, Varietal Brewing, and Fort George. Now, I thought it was more frequent than once a year. It's once a year. Wow. So really, last year, we had that video game themed one. Yes. Oh, my God. Yep. Time's just a flat circle, guys. Correct. Uh, so Moonraker's out of Auburn, California. Varietal's out of Sunnyside, Washington. So West Coast style. It's super effervescent orange with a lot of, like, I'd say pithy orange peel, white grape, grapefruit, even some peach. It's got this really nice kind of fuzzy, furry feel to it. And then there's this, like, I like the soft mid-chewy palate that kind mm-hmm. of balances this, like, very almost New England style. It's like a West Coast New England style. Like a defined pithy. When uh, when your pith is acting like a, a real pith, and she's uh, at your place of work, uh, snapping her fingers and doing the neck thing, I for sure thought you were gonna bring in Mr. T somehow. <laughs> I, I pity the fool. I pithy the fool. No, that's, the fool. no, that's it. That's only if Mike Tyson <laughs> plays. Oh, Mr. T. <laughs> I pity the fool who got I the ear. This is three point seven or seven point three percent. It's a big beer. But boy, it doesn't taste like it. It doesn't taste like it. This is right up on, this is for me right up there with uh, Orange Whip. Yeah, it's it has good a beer. real good taste. You know, you can feel that's getting you, but boy, it's tasty. Yeah, yummy, yummy. That so excellent citrus flavor. Good, good, good call on the three way. I wanted to try it. It literally just got released like two days ago or three days ago. So it's very, well, you're very on top fresh, of it. very new. The other one, which I found, and we found both of these beers at Cerveza, which we've mentioned a lot of times, and we love our local hangouts, and we love our local tap rooms, and it's true, Growler Fill stations, and all of those places. But 
Cerveza has a special soft spot in our heart because their cheese curds are amazing. Soft spot in our heart and our bellies. Yes. They always have a wonderful tap list, and they always have a great selection of, of beers in their coolers, which rotate frequently. And so the other one was a Fresh Flow IPA from Block 15 Brewing out of Corvallis. Mm. Now, I had picked this one based on the can art. I had seen it before, but I hadn't bought it. And this is a really kind of West Coasty, fruity, fruit forward, American, just straight up IPA. It has a little bit of crispness on it. And then Did just you say really Christmas? Crispness. Oh, I, I heard Christmas too. <laughs> Christmas. It's a little touch of Christmas. It has a touch Christmas. of Christmas. I love that. Christmas yeah. in July. Well, oh. there is some pine in it, so it's kind of Christmassy. You can but taste tropical. The... It's more tropical and fruit forward, though. Yeah, it's nice. You can really taste the reindeer in it. You could. <laughs> and and the whole thing was the can art had like is this is like really rough. I call it kind of like crayon art. It looks really rough, but it's not. And it's a it's amazing it's amazing can art and it has this eagle bald eagle flying with a fish in its mouth over a mountain range and I was mm-hmm. like I must drink that beer because we were gonna watch like a you know sort of very America Independence Day. Independence Day we were oh, gonna yeah. watch America yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the can again I forgot how nice this can yeah, is yeah it's it's beautiful it's pretty it's a pretty can hey Dan I have a question about beers yes in general how fast should you drink a beer like one of these beers like how fast should you be drinking these beers so and it depends at what on the temperature. Style. So for, for well, it also depends here. if it's out of the can from the bottom a la shotgun or out of a glass. Correct. Mm, okay. So if it's on draft, you can probably want to drink it faster than out of a can or a bottle. So the mm. cans of these, if they're coming out of the fridge, you're going to want to let them sit for five to ten minutes and let them get more tepid. But Dan, I'm thirsty temp- now. You can <laughs> sip them. I know, and I always do. But I always sip slowly. When you initially start drinking a beer, there's probably going to be a little head at the top. Mm-hmm. Right. Inhale when you drink a little bit. Don't make yourself cough or you know choke or anything. Mm. Now drown yourself with beer. <laughs> we hear movie and beer say drown, drown yourself, yourself with, beer. with beer. You're gonna get that's where you and get all the aromatics. You want to you want to smell mm-hmm. it real fast and then take a couple of quick sips and just let it sit on the tongue and just like that's where you're gonna get how effervescent mm. or how much CO2 carbonation is okay. in it, how much of the true flavor profile from the what do you call late hop additions which gives it all of that aromatics mm-hmm. not the bitterness not the straight like they used a lot on the boil to like make it taste a certain mm-hmm. profile a lot of the more new england style those are all late addition and a ton of dry hopping that they let sit forever mm-hmm. to get all those like really kind of very fresh herbal not herbal but like herbaceous so, so mm-hmm. it's like you're tasting the plant that's my drag name, herbaceous champagne. Really, or it's it's that's what that's what they do for late editions. You, that's what you're going to get out of them. Letting it sit a little bit, if it's out of a can, I would say you can drink it out of the can. Just don't drink it really fast because you want it to okay. get as we know, and we've talked before on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Temperature of your beer is going to change the flavor. Yeah, if it doesn't, that's crazy made beer. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's magic. it changes it. it yeah. I've. Some of the big commercial beers are meant not to change flavor. They're mm-hmm. meant to taste the same, even warm. So those okay. big, like AB InBev beers, like, you know, Coors, Bud, Bud Light, all it those, just, they taste the same crap, cold or warm, <laughs> versus most craft beers. Yeah, I got to shift a Dan, little bit. Dan, I got to drink something to sober up. If not Bud Light, then what? <laughs> Dan, tell us how you Dos really Equis? feel. I don't know. <laughs> You can get some Tecates out or something. Tecates to wind down. It's interesting that depending on how fast you drink a beer is the experience of the beer. It'll really shape, just like the movie. The longer you watch, the more you know. Yeah, the longer you watch, the more you know. Or the slower the cuts, the more you're just like immersed in like what makes it so gritty and real. If I may, if you are drinking the beer and paying attention to the flavor, 
is similar to putting your phone down when watching a movie. Correct. Mm. Which I made the intent of doing. I've been working harder at that too. It's so hard to break. Mm-hmm. It is right. It, it the phone is a is a killer. The All second right. screen is always a killer in the movie. Mm-hmm. So let's wrap things up with a couple games. A couple games. So we're gonna do a Fight Club on these beers, and then we're whoa, gonna whoa, 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 whoa. We got two rules that you just broke, bro. I know. Don't ever talk about Fight Club. We're just gonna do it. Now the question is, which of us is the Tyler Durden, aka who's not real? Who's not real? Well, before we do that, I wanna. Introduce a new segment here called the Mystery Review. Bum bum bum. I want to, Dan, tell us about your new microwave. So, unrelated to the podcast, I just our microwave died yesterday. Our secret on, sponsor. On weekend, our is, secret sponsor. This is our secret sponsor this week. I went to a lot of. As we know, we are at the tail end or the later end. I hope and pray to whatever God or goddesses you pray to Flying of the COVID monster. issues in America, which means hopefully our supply chain of goods and services and things that we would normally be able just to walk into a store and buy something could do. Has this affected beer? Everything. It's affected everything. Aluminum, any kind of manufacturing. Aluminum, yes. Aluminum's in a lot of stuff. There's an aluminum shortage because you can't get it because there's no one making it. Oh, wow. You guys are saying aluminum weird. Aluminum, (laughs) yes. I'm sorry. I I, I say it in the American, American slang. Gross. Instead of the formal British English yeah, yeah, it's a British pronunciation, isn't it? Yes. It so is. Dan, you got a very I did. Nice so microwave. I went around to a bunch of different stores here in Portland and was like, "Does anyone even have any countertop? Because our microwave just died. It's it's well over fifteen years old. It was old. It did its thing, and it just stopped working. And we're like, "Okay, fine, it's dead. Let me just I'm waited till the afternoon. I'm like, I have to prepare mentally to go into these stores to deal with a whole bunch of stupid people running around looking for mm-hmm. things as well, like me. Like I need a new microwave." Went to a bunch of places. No one has any because of supply. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they had, they've sold out of. You can find stuff on websites, but I'm like, I want something now. I don't want to wait a month or a week or whatever because I need one because we use it a lot. And I'm sorry, we just yeah. do. Yeah, and because of COVID, it's like it's a nice thing to have because yes. we're not going out all So time. I ended up going to a big box store as the fourth place as my backup contingency. There were two big box stores. The first big box store didn't have anything. Losers. I have Except a really good way brands. to hide the name of the place you went. Yes. A little store called Greatest Purchase. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. All right. So Dan, tell us tell us how much you love this microwave. I love it so much. Uh, I ended up spending over three hundred dollars on a oh, microwave. Holy. Hey, hey, uh, producers, bleep that. No, it was a nice microwave. Wow. I, I, can I say the name of the brand? You know what? We're going to post a link in somewhere in show notes somewhere mm-hmm. because we're affiliate marketing this thing. Every time you go and click on the link, we're going to get a little bit from that. Support us. Know. Maybe. Um, yeah. someday, so, maybe so, so I got basically the, it? the Cadillac Breville. 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 So nice. So the big box store I bought it from had one on the shelf and, and they had two options available. One had a built-in air fryer, which I didn't need because I already have an air fryer, mm-hmm. and then just a, a standard. But it's like... The, the whole reason you buy it, A, because it doesn't make very much noise or any this at all. This thing closes its own door. It closes its own door. It's you like just push <laughs> the door towards closing it. You don't have to even, like, you just move it towards it, and it'll catch it and slowly close it with no noise. It's like something from the Jetsons. It is. It's totally Jetsons. It's amazing. And, and it has two dials. Oh. It has a couple of buttons to get take you to other cool options, like, yeah. I'm going to make this, or I'm going to make that, or prepare this. And it's got, like, internal thermostats and stuff. It's it's high end. And it's it, the Cadillac of And when it dings, the music that it produces is just so And sweet. you can <laughs> set the different... There's different Every time it's a different it. sonata. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> I, 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 so if you're out looking 
for electronics, make get sure you shop around. Yeah. Get, get uh, the Be willing if to spend a little extra it, money. Get the Brevel. If you can do it. I you know, I had the money, so it wasn't an issue. But yes. If you can't afford it, go the Flintstones route and get the gator that like somehow has a microwave <laughs> and then it, and when it spits out your food, it goes, it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> I love this new segment on our show called the mystery review. Thank mystery you, Dan. Review. All right. Let's talk about these beers. If, if so, if we were to pit these beers against each other. All right. Fight club. Who, don't talk about it, but we're going to do win. it. So well, I mean, we have a whole win. movie about fighting. If one was a former, uh, so the auditor head- and the other was a high level mob boss. Okay. Correct. So the three way IPA would be the mob boss because he's a big heavy hitter, been around a long time. Yeah. The fresh yeah. flow is going to be like, I got my moves, I'm doing my thing. I'm a little lighter, more average. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the three way is just like big and present and doing mm-hmm. its thing and has a lot of money sitting there waiting to be burned up. Totally. Hint, I- hint. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> it's going to be the winner for me. The three-way. All the the three-way? All right. Yeah, what do you guys think? For if, Are we going? Okay. We're, we're going to vote. Maybe I'm confused. If I like one better than the other, does that count towards the fight? I guess. I mean, or if they you, were personified as people who would beat each other pick, down. Pick the one you like. Three-way. Three-way. The okay. three-way is mean, going to win it, unfortunately, ways. because, yes, he did, take out, he did take out a boss. He did not take out the mob. Right. Yeah. And that mob is going to come down hard because you just... They're gonna God, come, burned they're gonna up. Be, they're gonna you just back. burned their pension up, and they're that's not a smart idea. Please right, make so, the sequel, somebody. Three, but, yeah, uh, I, I'm looking forward to that sequel because you know he's gonna. And as you said, Jackie Chan needs to be in the sequel as the Chinese so dissident agent that he's friends with. And Blake, so good. that would be so. What's tight. the name of the sequel? It's got to be somebody. It's got to be somebody. 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 Nobody and somebody. All right. So coming to, coming the, to theaters 2024. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how. Yeah. All right. So let's play the plot word key name. Uh, keyword so, rename beer name. So we all game. agree that three way three way is going to win that, win that fight. fight. Club. Let's yeah. rename the beer. What was it? What was the official name of the three way again? It's just three way IPA. Okay, we can do better it with these three dash way. So kind of not a three way as in like sexual mm-hmm. three way, but three way as in they get the the brewers together. They have a meal. They talk about what they like in beer. Then. Because Fort George is the one that's going to brew it. The guys are like, they suggest recipe. They mm. suggest, they bring the recipes, they bring their ideas, their ingredient selections and say, right. let's let's explore a little bit and then come up with something and do that. Okay. So we're picking the three-way as the official beer for nobody. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we're going to rename it in honor of this wonderful film. Did we say film? film? We said film. film. I was saying movie, but He's saying movie. I'm, I'm not voted, film. so we're saying film. I'm going to say film. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have a suggestion. Let's hear it. Car chase tracheotomy. <laughs> See, that's too many. That's too many things moving at one time. Because I was going to use that word too, but I'm not going to use it now. I'll come up with something else. I got. When you see tracheotomy as a keyword, you got to use it. I know that's a nice name, Dan. What what about you? It's all about. Wow, this has a lot of interesting. So, keyword beer name rename game. F word to to explain it. Explain it. A short explanation. Go to IMDb. They just redid their interface, which is annoying. It used to just say keywords and have a number, and you could click on that. Now you have to go down to below the credits. Yes, and and there's some interesting words, and these are all suggested by people who are signed in and logged into IMDb. So they're very random, and some actually have relevancy. Uh, they the more relevant they are, the higher they are on the list. Big emphasis on some of them. Some of are them are relevant. <laughs> Some are very much not. Others feel like Wikipedia wrote them. So right. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say drinking straw retirement home. Ooh, 
I, w- I always lean nice towards drinking straw too. Because it's like, because the, the drinking straw and the tracheotomy, because I was like, oh, those will go hand in hand. But it's the retirement home scenes were actually really good. And you got to see. Oh, yeah, Christopher Lloyd. Oh, my God. He he, he kicked his butt. He uses like a shotgun in the film. He does, he does fine work and looks like an adorable old man. I Surprise love it. performance. As a, re- as a retired Lloyd. agent, he's, he, he's like, I'm excited to get this on again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, All right. So, Randall, what's your. I would officially n- rename the three-way the neo-noir stabbing. Stabs. Because there's a lot Dang, of stabbing. There's, there's a lot of stabbing. There's a lot of stabbing. Not as this much gunshots. It stabbing. is neo-noir, right? Yeah. It's, it's got that sort of gritty, mm-hmm. you know, bad, you know, lovable. It, nothing good ever, nothing good ever really happens in a noir, guy. but you like yeah. the lead guy despite all of his flaws. I love Correct. it. I love it. Okay. Well, uh, those are our official renamed names for the beard awesome game let's, so, let's, let's wrap it up all right we're gonna wrap it up so again thank you everyone for joining us today we we really enjoy having you listen in and we will in the future be adding things to our social media identity and posts and environment look us up on youtube not on youtube hey, would you like- YouTube? look us up on facebook because we're on facebook we're on facebook and instagram we have a lot of grams what i want to do in the future though okay there's a bunch of nano breweries that are around Portland. Is go and get crowlers or growlers Let's of those it. nano breweries because they're really off the radar. No one knows them, and I just want to start. Let's we've we've hit like the big guys a, a lot of places. <laughs> you know what? It's time to hit the smaller places and try I to support think, them. So I think we should let our fans pick the next beer. So if you want to, if you want to pick the next beer for moving a beer, yeah, sh- uh, give shout us a out shout out on uh, social media, and yeah. we'll. We'll look up one of those uh, breweries and, and find a movie with yeah. it. Or email us, movingabeer at gmail.com, yeah. or message us on Facebook. I love it. Or, or do Instagram. a deep digging on the internet and find out where we live. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want that, but I mean... No, no. Remember the movie. It, they said you're not supposed to do that. Don't come to my door. <laughs> well, don't kill them all, Dan. Take right. it easy. Kill them with kindness. <laughs> All, right. All right, so thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, the opinions expressed during the taping of this podcast are those of the hosts. Uh, hydrate. We we did a bunch of hydration during this with beer and with water. God, yeah. Because if you don't hydrate... You dehydrate. Yes, you, you do. By, Bob by, Odenkirk by will come neck and get punch. you. <laughs> you're going to neck punch. Somebody <laughs> really, 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 it's, neck you're gonna, punch. Yeah, that's oh. not a pleasant experience. All right, so thank you, everybody. This is Dan signing off. Blake's also signing off. And Randall is saying farewell. Hasta la vista, baby. Yes. Punch.